It is a blind cricket club. It's not a joke. For everything you need to know about Blind Cricket globally, check out the Blind Cricket Club with Shazane Daily. The Blind Cricket Club. Yes, it's real. It's not a joke. Yes, it is. World greatest game. Blind Cricket. Blind Cricket. Subscribe to the podcast, share, and leave a review. Come down with you down like a lay. Come to Zusava Alley. Until my longer Sago go. So, good afternoon, good morning, good night, wherever you are in this world, listening to this wonderful podcast, The Blind Cricket Club, with yours truly, Shaving Daily. And people remember, The Blind Cricket Club. Is where you get all the information about blind cricket globally. So today we have Mr. Leroy Phillips out of Guyana with us, former PRO of the West Indies Blind Cricket Board, and he's here to shed some light on some current happenings that took place over the last week or two in Guyana as it relates to West Indies um, blind cricket and the body that governs blind cricket in the region. <laughs> Good day, Mr. Phillips. Welcome to the Blind Cricket Club. Uh, well, very appreciative to be part of the club, Shabby. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, no problem, no problem. I'm happy to have you because you will be here today to 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 to, to open some eggs and let us understand what's really going on in blind cricket in the region. So we should have a regional blind cricket tournament this year. And we get to understand that that tournament was postponed and could you shed some light on that please yeah well we were supposed to have a blind cricket tournament the 12th annual line division period regional cricket tournament in guyana from the 26th of august to the 2nd of september mm-hmm. a total of four teams were supposed to participate which includes guyana the host nation trinidad and tobago trip tobago who recently came back um, from suspension two years um, Jamaica is now in that. Um, I don't know how much it matters now that the board is now fractured and dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Barbados um, is also uh, was also supposed to participate in that tournament, and the Windward Island, a team that has always have uh, participation problem um, for, 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 from since Bank Cricket really started because my memory serves me right I don't think the Windward Island team has participated in more than three um, of the 12 regional tournament you have um, heard and talked about earlier but yeah those teams were supposed to participate in were supposed to participate in the tournament Guyana called uh, the tournament off at the 99th hour what? hour and I guess it's due to lack of funding of the um, said publicly and also in emails and meetings to our board so that's uh, the main contributing factor towards our country uh, capturing the hosting of the 12th tournament okay originally we heard that 
Guyana wouldn't be hosting this tournament as unless they have a certain amount of teams. Was that four teams or five teams participating? What was that discussion about? So I know discussion uh, came about uh, some time ago, um, mm -hmm. not too far ago. But Guyana said the only reason they were going to host, um, they're going to host, uh, providing that four teams are going to participate. Okay. And they were under the influence that Windward Island was surely coming along with Trinidad, Barbados, and themselves participating. Um, some way down the line that didn't materialize. Yes. Uh, all along, we were given some Windward Islands all the time in the world to prepare themselves. Um, all the time, we were under the um, influence of them coming. And this is communicated by uh, the, con the, 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 the still president, who was somehow re-elected um, on the... Uh, 20 something I think that must have been the 30th actually the 30th, 30th yes the 30th of, of um, August August and we'll get into that a bit later on mm -hmm. but yeah again yeah, I thought since she was going to come I mean the vice president Teresa Premiton good friends with the president so she will run with whatever he spits and the captains you know spat the right thing to her so mm -hmm. <laughs> when Orlando didn't come had no need to come anymore because Guyana cancelled the 99 hour mm. uh, after so, so, but, 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 hold on, right? so before so, so before the, the tournament was cancelled it was known that um, Winona Island was not going to make it apparently so yeah apparently so they, they knew Winona Islands weren't going to make it uh, somehow just before that or a bit further before mm -hmm. I mean I myself would not be confident about anything anyone told me uh, about Winner Island coming because they have not participated in most regional tournaments. Yes, and they want to come to any tournament um, after their last participation, which was in 2015 when they hosted. They've had a number of years to prepare and save money to come to this one. Um, and for you to be convinced, so Winner Island was going to come if it's the if it's you know, that they had communicated to you guys in official writing that yes, all our tickets have been booked since May or April, knowing that they'll be here. Then I would have been confident, but the party that confident wasn't um, injected to the Guyana. People were responsible for hosting the tournament. <laughs> okay, so so this postponement of the event, um, I, 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 it most um have affected um some of the teams who already made prior um arrangements um. How did those teams um, take that um, it, cancel, cancel? It certainly did. It certainly did. I know mm -hmm. it, it, it affected Trinidad, it affected Barbados in a sense, or perhaps it, would, well, it affected them somewhere or the other because had they um, decided to cancel their flights after being told belatedly about the cancellation of the tournament, they would have lost out on all that money. Yes. Um, they would have purchased it because, you know, Caribbean Airlines tickets are non-refundable. And I know very well in the emergency meeting the board had, the West Indies Cricket Council for the Beneficial Impaired, um, they had a meeting, an urgency meeting called with Guyana Organizing Committee for that tournament to say, um, well, the Trinidadians and the Bajans asked, could you guys lock a ground down for us? Could you guys secure a ground for us, Guyana? So that in, 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 in light of you cancelling, we can just, you know, pay a few um, friendly or goodwill matches and... <clears throat> Guyana couldn't convince them of that call um, for some strange reason. Mm -hmm. I don't. It's bad luck from the past between the, the three nations or what, but I have a strong um, impression that that's the case. Um, the prior vice, well, not our vice president, the vice president of the West Indies Creative Council for the Bank of Visually Appeared uh, can be 
you know, very much uh, here and there, so you really don't know how to believe her when she talks. Yes. Um, so people would not, um, she did not, and Ganesh Singh, who is also very big at like cricketing, uh, couldn't convince the guys that, oh, we're going to get your cricket ground um, and you're going to come and play a few good with games with whoever comes uh, they couldn't convince the team so the team said you know come rain or shine we're going to be here and that's exactly uh what turned out so what so what happened when they reached which did they get to play any cricket at all so this is where things take a different turn when Trinidad and Barbados came to Guyana I am Leroy Phillips and you know I've been a part of like from the inception yes um I've been a part yeah, in the very beginning, this is 2006 or so, when I started playing for them at Tour Barbados and a few trips to Trinidad and Jamaica and so forth, I worked at St. Lucia. So I have had a lot, I've had a lot of experiences and so forth. I'm in the media, I have a lot of contacts with people in government and in all of the place, perhaps private sectors and so on. So I thought I'm going to be their man um, to help do something for them. And you know, so if would have bought me very much if I hadn't taken the opportunity to, you know, jump to the uh, the Trinidadians help and the Barbadians help to say, you know what, I'm going to try lock down a ground for you guys. I'll see how best I can make you stay here uh, in Guyana. Uh, you know, a good one in spite of what Guyana did. Guyana yes. Didn't show mm-hmm. any intention of helping. So I did all the hard work all alone, get a ground locked down for them. <clears throat> Excuse me there. It was quite a fatigue though, I'll admit, because I had to call many, many, um, friends and, and ministers perhaps and, uh, and other people to get a ground for them. I did secure a few grounds. We were able to use one for practice and another for a few games but at the same time other grounds we didn't have the chance to use. We had them but we weren't, um, time wasn't on our hand to use but the guy got, got through pretty well. I did all the recommendations of places to buy affordable foods for them. Mm-hmm. I arranged I arrange the uh, sports department um, bus to take them back to the airport and to take them from their hotels to their ground every time they need. If they need to go and do shopping, I help them arrange transportation for that. And Trinidad and Barbados have really expressed um, their appreciation to me for my help um, in this situation. And I, you know, for me, it was really an experience to have for me because of the love I have to the sport yes. and I couldn't I couldn't leave them to the you know up to their, to their own devices and knowing that there will be a time we'll have to go to the Barbados or Trinidad or Jamaica or some other country in the Caribbean that mm-hmm. goes flying cricket and you know be treated that way I didn't want to be treated that way if I had gone to those countries in the future or, or had gone to them in the past so if I didn't you know if I don't want to be treated that way then I don't mm-hmm. want to treat anybody that way so from that point I you know decided to help the guys out Subscribe to the podcast, share, and leave a review. All right, well, thank you very much to step in and do that and put a little sunlight in the darkness that was um, ho- um, ho- hovering over Guyana for that for this um, blind cricket um, tournament in the Caribbean. So we're now going to, to, to speak to you about um, this this aging, the re-election of Avril. And the, the, Avril has been the president for the, the work for the cricket in the Caribbean for a while, and he he has not been performing. So to his his own region, the Winner Island, has not been able to participate in any uh, more than as I, as I mentioned earlier about three tournaments over the last twelve years, and he somewhat um, consistently is able to be reelected 
and for the sake of God, we uh, we don't understand why. You understand? So we like to, we like you to shed some light on on that aspect of the the, the, the meeting that took place. Um, um, how how this how did this went down and why did Barbados and Trinidad decide that they are not going to be participated in this current board for playing cricket in the I'm region? Not, I'm not sure if I'm any more any less um, puzzled than everyone else. You know, is about Anthony Avril from Saint Lucia um, appointment reappointment as president on the uh, West Indies Cricket Council for the Black and Visually Impaired Wigfee. Um, I know when I came into the administration aspect of um, that board in 2017, it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. It was unexpected. I became the PRO August 2017. I was elated to be a part of it because I know there had been a lot of talks about you know changing things around. And I thought myself and Jason Ricketts and a few others would have hung around to create that change. Even when I was left, you know, as the last person standing, I thought I was going to be the man to help create that change. Didn't turn out to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and from being on that board for two years, I can tell you very little happened. It was quite an unsuccessful board, and, and I include myself there because yes, I was PRO. We had a president, a very weak president, a president who just wanted, in my you know view, and I'm more convinced you know these days that our president just want to hang on on the last thread of life, the last thread of recon- recognition um, in the Caribbean. That's the only thing he has left last uh, to hang on to and say, oh, <laughs> I'm Anthony Arrell, you know, I can keep my shoulders high in the air. Um, this is what people will see me for, and this is what people remember. Remember before, so I will have around my name will linger in people's mouth uh, much longer. I think that's what he's on. Uh, it's like a club thing. He and the but, but, it, it, but it doesn't. It, it doesn't make any sense. Someone fight to hang on to something that they are not doing anything to to cherish or anything to um to, to see grow to a better stage. You're right. I have another friend who can explain perfectly why uh, the older folks of um, the old folks, old blind folks these days are like that because she she's been analyzing it personally. And when I tell her these stories, she's like, you know what, right this is what is happening. You know, and I, I must take it to this comment. A few, I think it was last year, our our vice president on the board, um, Teresa Pemberton. Um, you know, I think for some strange reason she went on the, the same board that I'm on in a meeting to, you know somebody asked about her players and she 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 told the board with me there that uh, our Guyanese players only come around by cricket when there's near a tournament or when the tournament is near um, especially if you have to go to the country they, they only come around when it's for travel I thought that was a huge insult um, but what she didn't realize is that people like Anthony Arrell as well um, you know Things to blind cricket because there's an opportunity to travel yearly for it. So he gets to come together, he gets to go to Trinidad, it goes to Barbados or wherever it happens because, you know, his involvement in it, I mean, he, he leaves it, he has nothing else to you know, go around the Caribbean and enjoy, you know, his old, his old age. And mm-hmm. as, as stupid it may sound, that's what these people hang around blind cricket for. Uh, you know, people like Anthony Arthur, they don't want to leave. He is clearly aware that a lot of people are not in favor of his um, continuation on the board as president. He knows that. Now, come on, champion. If I know that I've been the, the president for the Ghana Black Association for seven years, I'm, mm. you know, hardly productive. And I know a lot of members um, have had a lot of talks quietly, loudly, openly, uh, privately, in all sorts of ways that they're not in favor of me being president. Why would I hang around? Come on. 
Leia Whoa. can't just be a guide and just leave. He just couldn't leave. He would humbly sit down and accept the nomination of being president again. And that's what he did in Guyana. And I, I, I really don't know if I understand the whole chaotic scene that went on in the AGM mm. on the 30th of, um, of August. But I just know he was nominated. I didn't have voting rights. Um, mm. Maybe a few other persons didn't. Um, Trinidad wanted uh, their Barbara Das to become president, who was a brilliant young lady, I think. Uh, we didn't get that achieved and you mm-hmm. know once that is turned down uh, many of us decided you know what we don't want to be a part of this anymore Barbara didn't want a part, a part of it anymore Trinidad didn't want a part of it anymore I didn't want a part of it anymore and I think now we have we are entering an era we're entering a time where fresh blood has to be pumped into mm-hmm. the reviving of our um, blind cricket and if it takes a new to form an all new um, board and you know get in touch with the world blind cricket body to get their acknowledgement or recognition mm-hmm. for this new something that then that then let, let, let that be the root. Speaking with me right now is Leroy Phillips, um, former PRO of the West Indies Blind um, Cricket Board, and you're uh, speaking to him about the happenings for the regional blind cricket tournament 2019, why it did not happen, and what went on at the AGM. Anthony Avril has been re-elected as the, the president of the blind cricket for the Caribbean and uh, a lot of persons are not happy with that. So we are here speaking to him as it re- re- regards to that. So going forward Leroy, as I mentioned a while ago, contacting the World Blind Cricket, what is um what what is being um talking you know, what's going what's going what's going to happen to blind cricket in the region? Because is it constitutionally um, okay to say that the, that board is if that board is null and void from what I'm hearing you saying? I think it's, it's yes, it's, it's null and void. It's not. It should not be recognised. And I would want to use this opportunity uh, to 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 reach out to the World Bank body to have them know about this whole story that has happened in recent um, time. Mm-hmm. To perhaps suspend the West Indies Cricket Council for the blind and visually impaired. No longer acknowledge them. No longer have them a part of what the blind cricket, the world blind cricket body be. Uh, find a way to acknowledge the things happening in the Caribbean for blind cricket. Look at those uh, people who are really pushing for the growth of the sport more, not those who you know are hell bent on you know you know stamping it further down into the ground. And that's that's under Anthony Avril's leadership. I don't know if it's a leadership it's called now because it's done him as president. Uh, one person as vice president and a PRO and a, a secretary. They're short of like five seats. Five seats are not occupied. Wow. key seats too. Wow. Key wow. Seats, seats that seats that will help promote the sport more and develop it more regional. They're dysfunctional. It's not void. Wow. 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 So it seems like blind cricket is is chaotic in the region right now. So, oh my God, what are we going to do about this? This is crazy. This is crazy. So we also heard about some talk about the tournament would have been postponed till October. What what is happening where that is concerned? That is out the window as well, right? Guyana did say or communicate to the the guys that they they're postponing until October. But I thought there's no reason this is happening in October. to the other bar, the vocal about coming and selling their flights. So those teams have been here. Um, I can bet my last dollar that none of those teams will be <laughs> back here in, in October. But I've had my ears to the ground locally. 
mm-hmm. uh, what I've heard is that the organization or the two people who basically organized by Cricket in Guyana when there is actually supposed to be a legal uh, board of five or nine, that isn't the case. Um, so the two that runs by Cricket basically in Guyana, which is illegal, I think, um, have had have had plans to host in October that is no longer the case. They have written back to ministries and private entities that donated money to send back their cash. So they have quietly um, pulled out of doing anything even in October. I don't see there being any like cricket action in Guyana anymore soon, much less in the Caribbean, unless uh, Trinidad, Jamaica and Barbados unites and say, you know, we'll do this together by ourselves. Okay, wow. So, well, it's really look dark and for blind cricket in the region. And it's really a sad state to know that we have started off so well back in 2006 and to where we are at currently. And people, oh my god, blind cricket is a wonderful game and I wouldn't want to see it die. So, we need to do something um, to save this cricket before it gets out of control. And I hope persons can come to their senses soon and do it for the betterment of the cricket and not for their own um, personal gain and i would That's like yes and i would like to thank uh, leroy phillips to, to for speaking to us today on the blind cricket club we really appreciate your frankness and your, your participation and all that so thanks a lot um for coming on board and for anyone who want to be a part of this wonderful cricket club you can contact me at blindcricketclub at gmail.com or on 876-489-1753 to be a correspondent for your region. And stick and stay, there will be a lot more on the Blind Cricket Club. Subscribe to the podcast, share, and leave a review.